numbers are rolling? Yeah, they are. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Couple XY podcast, the podcast where we drink and talk about stuff. Things. Mm-hmm. Things and stuff. I, I'm Brian. And I'm Rosie. And uh, thank everybody for listening. Um, if you'd like to support the podcast, please rate and review on whatever media you listen yes, to. Yes, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon. I think those are that's it right now. Mm-hmm. And we also have a Facebook group page you can join. We do, yes. Please like and follow. Um, we do make weekly updates to that page. Um, I think we should like do more on it, like start like posting pictures and stuff like that. Yeah, we can do that. Like, and um, and we also have an email. We do have an email. Um, if you want to email us, I don't know, questions or just funny stories or comments or whatever you want to email us, it is couplexypodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So those are all the ways you can get a hold of us. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try to expand the, um, the Facebook, I think, a little bit more. Engage yes. with our audience and eventually we i don't know if we get big enough we can do an instagram if we want to get real silly about it we can do a tiktok yay do fun things with tiktok (laughs) do all the all the trends and all the the funny dances and all that crap no i'm not i'm not doing funny dances (laughs) (laughs) do you want to start a timer oh where's my phone is crap you can start a timer all right i got this okay you're not I'm not prepared at all. I've been at the office all day today. Yes. We've I didn't leave for lunch. I this, this is right after work that we're recording this, so I'm just, I've been here. I was off today. Yeah, you were off today, so you had a good day. I did, except for I have a massive rope burn from doing rope climbs on my leg. Well, whose fault is that? Mine. <laughs> I'm just telling you about my day, and I also had to sit for the at the doctor's office for two hours with Offspring. Yes, Offspring has strep. She got a steroid shot, so she feels great. And she's doing ACT prep. So I was drinking before I came here to start drinking <laughs> because, like, when I have to teach math, it's better if I drink. <laughs> what? Yeah, if I have to teach math, I've found that it is better if I drink because then I can teach math and not get frustrated as badly. Wow. Okay, so if you were a teacher, you'd be the drunk teacher? Oh, I don't know where I'd fall in the, the teacher painting. Pantheon. Um, <laughs> I like to think I might be the hot like teacher that like girls swoon over, but I'm probably not. You're big and muscly and cute. Sure, some girls would love you. Yeah, I don't know. Um, It'd be a problem. <laughs> I, no, it wouldn't be a problem. It would not be a problem. <laughs> Believe me, it would not be a problem because there would be no way, shape, or form that is just. Ugh. Oh no, I'm not saying it'd be a problem like that. I just mean like. There'd be so many girls, and they'd be swooning, and it would be a problem. They s- let them swoon. Like, I'm sorry, Mr. Fontenot, I didn't hear what you said, because I was staring at your uh, beautiful green eyes. They are so captivating. Oh. <laughs> so that was my week and your week, and we just got off of vacation, which is why we haven't podcasted for a little bit. Yes. Um, this is kind of a special episode. It is a special episode. So do you want to make the announcement? Yes. Let's make the announcement. All right. I'm holding up my hand. Yeah, it does I'm not translate. In. My left hand, and on my left ring finger, is a pretty engagement ring. Yes, we got engaged. We got engaged. So I guess this um, this podcast, we're going to be a little bit selfish and just talk about our trip to Oregon, right? Yeah, our trip to Oregon, wedding plans. 
Yeah, we really don't have have a very, like, extensive idea of... No, and we haven't really had a chance to sit down and really talk about it. Like, like, kind of, like, decompress or... or, Yeah, to to decompress about wedding stuff and also just, like, talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, the ridiculousness of it. Um... Yeah, so you want to talk about vacation first? Yeah, I think that's the better way, and then we'll like segue into like uh, what we, what your ideas on on this wedding is are, and mm-hmm. kind of where we are with it, right? Which is not very far, but no, we no. have a long time. Uh, I think we're shooting March of twenty twenty four, twenty third of twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's that's going to be a ways out. Three twenty three twenty four. Yeah, it's kind of catchy. I know. I like it. I like it. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's talk about Oregon. Oregon, Portland. The area is absolutely gorgeous. It is one of the most beautiful places in the world, I think. I wish uh, climate change wasn't happening because it's, I think, drier than it should be at this time of year. Uh, it's usually, I don't know if it's, if they're in drought because of climate change or if this is just like their drought they're, season. They're normal. Um, I think your sister said something about it being more... In because of drought than usual, um, yeah. And she did mention that the temperature hike. Mm-hmm. It's it's abnormal. Like they don't have central air in their homes, mm-hmm. so it's very abnormal for things to go above ninety and for you to have to like open your windows and get a portable air conditioner. <laughs> like she had, she had to set that up in our room uh, so that we wouldn't sweat. But the, all but night. the ninety wasn't as bad. No, the ninety wasn't as bad because the humidity wasn't a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that was, it. you know, when I travel to places and they're like, oh, it's so hot, I'm like. <sighs> you don't know. Like, you you can go in the shade and, like, it's actually not that yeah. bad. Like, Sweet, naive person. You come here and you get in the shade and you're just hot. And yeah, you're still sweating. You're still sweating. It doesn't matter. You just don't have the sun beating down yeah. on you. Which is why we're having our wedding in March and not June, because June in Louisiana is miserable. It's the start of misery. Yeah, it's ugh. at least March. You might catch like the three days of spring yeah. before we get first summer, right? Yeah, and then second summer. Is there a third summer? There is third summer. We're about to hit third summer we next month. Yep. Uh, it's yeah. It's August thirty first. But we did hiking. Um, you had some issues on the hikes. Um, yeah, late. <laughs> my sister kept saying that. Um, I was. She, I guess she told you that I passed out. Like almost, almost passed times. out because I, I I hike a lot faster. So y'all had given me like lee. You gave me leeway to hike at my speed. Yes, because I knew that uh, at that point I didn't know that you were searching for like perfect engagement spots, but I knew that you wanted to hike at your own pace, and I knew that I was going to slow you down. I didn't expect my sister to be as nimble as she was, but apparently I was the caboose, the very slow caboose in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't pass almost pass out. I was just wheezing a little bit that's all and my feet hurt a little bit okay but that, that w- I alleviated that after I kind of untied my shoes and tied them a different way it was fine so yeah I could have gone I could have kept going a little wake-up call on like physical fitness yeah um yeah it's fine I'm fine all right <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fine I'm not gonna do anything different but I mean the wedding is a good is a uh, a good motivator. I think it just should be a good motivator that, like, you want to be able to go and do whatever you want to yeah, do. Yeah, I and I can, I really can go and do whatever I want to do. It's just that I'm going to huff and puff while I do it. 
It's not that I can't physically do it. It's just that it's a little harder for me. We weren't really at elevation then either. We were at elevation the first day when we went up to the ski lift and went up to what Mount Hood. Yeah, but it was also... It, there was snow on the ground when we, we went up there. Yeah, that was we were at elevation. Then. Yeah, we were. I don't know how high we were, but like I couldn't run any kind of significant distance. Significant distance. <laughs> uh, I did throw the the best snowball ever. Yep, <laughs> right onto almost onto my sister's phone yeah. that she was recording, which yeah. was yeah it turned out to be the best video ever. Um, it's like I knew what pro- I was doing. It was one of those really cool ones. We should post that on the Facebook page. It was cool. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that was I like, yell at you. <laughs> yes, yes, you did call me an ass for hitting <laughs> you with a snowball. Uh, but that was day one. We went up to Mount Hood, um, ate at a re- little restaurant. Um, okay, so let's see. Um, it's hard to remember everything because everything kind of blends together now. And we were there for all, all, pretty much a week. Okay, what was your highlight? My highlight, besides getting engaged. Besides getting engaged. Um, I keep thinking back to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. We went to Rocky Horror. That was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. That was both of our first times. Mm-hmm. And so we had to do some audi- audience participation. Which was embarrassing, but also really fun. And you guys will never get to see that video. That Yeah, that was <laughs> a fun video. That was... Uh, it was not... That is not rated G. That is not rated G. <laughs> That's kind of like uh, kind of like from the office space. Yeah, I'll if anybody's ever been to the Rocky Horror Picture Show, you know what we're talking about. So uh, it was a it was a fun it was a different and fun experience. Yeah, it was. It was uh, fun chucking stuff across the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was just a really unique experience. There's no other way. It's kind of like you're you're watching a live version of Mystery Science Theater. Yes, yes. That's a that's a very good explanation of it because it is kind of hard to explain what the the whole experience is about mm-hmm. but um i don't know i had some apprehension going in i felt that like i would feel out of place mm-hmm. um for i am um, for for portland i am extremely conservative <laughs> for portland you are yeah you are the white cisgender male just white male <laughs> In Portland, you're cisgender male. I'm, I'm still going to be just a white male. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm not changing that. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. But, yeah, uh, so, you know, I'm there in a pair of uh, pants and a, like, collared shirt because we'd gone to a really cool restaurant before. We had gone to a really cool restaurant that was very macabre. Mm-hmm. Very um, Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, very Halloween, like, Halloween year Oh, round. you got so scared. I got so scared. Oh, my God. Yeah, there was a, what was it called? It was like a mixology room or something like that. Like, yeah. That was where I'm trying were. to think of the name of the, the bar, restaurant, bar and grill, bar restaurant. Oh, Raven House. Raven's, yeah, maybe Raven House. I thought it was Raven House. I don't know, let me look it up. Okay, anyway. So there was, uh, we go, and um, part of the experience is you walk around and look at all the macabre weird things that like are around, like pig fetuses and Things in, in alcohol. Raven's Manor. Raven's Manor. See, it's a house mm-hmm. of, of, of sort. <laughs> and um, they have different things there. There's an escape room. Like, yeah. and uh, Which is probably hella creepy and probably not something that I would want to do. Um, you go to the, the, the restroom and there's like pictures banging and like fake blood in the sink and, and things written on the walls. Creepy and little girls whispering to you through the intercom. Was, pianos that start playing for no reason. Yeah. And then there's a door. A door with a mail slot at eye level. 
What it, What is in there? Well, you, you may ask. So I walked over there, and I'd gotten finished using the restroom before you, so I walk over there, and I look. And this is apparently, like, one of the things you can do is go to this, like, mixology class or something like that. I don't know exactly what it is, mm. um, but it is an experience that they have there. So it's this very, like, sterile, I don't know, like, sterile room or, uh, like, a... It looked, when I peeked in, for the small moment that I peeked in, it looked like a meat processing plant okay um i have this like sense of like an old like insane asylum from like yeah from any horror movie yeah yeah kind of deal like <laughs> from green tile and like flickering lights yeah and then there's a person Mm-hmm. not just a normal person wearing a plague mask and like yep. gloves and like so and that long, like plastic, not plasticky, but like that apron, that 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 meat cleaver apron, that, that Dexter a- apron. Yes, the Dexter apron, <laughs> the murders, the murderer's apron, the murderer's apron. <laughs> so I think it was a female too, by the way. It was yes. Okay, so she's over there doing her thing, right? And I was like, "Hey, come look at this!" And like she walks by, like she didn't see us. And then when she comes back around the corner, she turns and starts heading toward the door. And that's when you just like you you dropped a turd in your pants, and you was like, "We gone." I was like, "Nope, nope, nope, nope." That's what I was saying all the way up the stairs. Nope, 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 nope. nope, nope. And then you hear her banging on the door behind yep, us. And I was like, "Extra nope, no." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's certain things that I can't deal with. That's one of them. Like, I don't think I can ever successfully go through a, like, haunted mansion or any like of Like the Halloween, like the the, the 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 really, like, crazy ones. Yeah, the haunted houses. Or uh, Hell House or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, but in Kansas City, there are two very prominent, um, like, multi-story haunted houses in, um, uh, where is it at? The West Bottoms. I think one's called... The uh, the Edge of Hell, and the other one's called The Beast. And, yeah, they're they're terrifying. I've never been through one of them, but I've had friends that have gone, and it's just, like, there's, there's no way. There's no way I could survive. <laughs> like, I would be crying. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was a, a cool experience. And then we went from there. We went to the Rocky Horror Picture Show, um, Midnight Showing um, uh-huh. at uh, Columbia Theater. Something like that. It's the it was a small, lovely theater. It's the longest running. Longest running Rocking Horror Picture Show. Like they have done it every, every single year for. Every single weekend. Every single weekend for over 40 years. Yeah, even through COVID. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was, a, that was an experience. Um, we, had a, uh, we had a good time there. Um, they, uh, they did a lot of audience participation, and I can see why, like, people go back. You get to understand and you know when to, like, do the calls and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was definitely something that I I enjoyed and I'm glad I did. Good. Yeah, it was fun. But you know what we glazed over? The Coheed and Cambria concert. Your, your, that was your thing. My, yeah, my third favorite thing. Did you have fun at all? I, live music is always fun to go watch. It, uh, I'm too old to go mosh. Yeah, I'm. I just don't like to mosh. Uh, thought I'm, about doing I'm it fragile. once or twice, but I was like, I'm not gonna go do it. So I was like, Yeah, no, not gonna go with mosh. Uh, so it was good. It was fun. Yeah, uh, the opening acts were awesome. Mothica was great. Um, she was super cool. She had a chainmail outfit. It was awesome. 
Um, Alkaline Trio, always a fan favorite. Uh, I thought I was kind of disappointed that Dance Gavin Dance wasn't um, on the tour anymore, but I don't know what happened there. But yeah, Coheed gave a, like, I've seen, this is probably the fifth time that I've seen them, and they've always given, like, the best shows. They, they're just so much fun. I absolutely love the venue, though. Yes, the venue is great. McMinimans, mm-hmm. um, Edgefield, Edgefield at McMinimans is, um, I think, what it's called. And it's just, it's a great experience because it's... Um, it's very intimate. It is very intimate. Um, and it's also very open because <laughs> right. you're outside. You're outside, but like... It's you're sitting on the lawn. You're just enjoying yourself. But you don't feel like you're at a stadium concert or anything like that. You right. literally feel like you're in a big backyard. Exactly, yeah. It's really nice. Um, and that was, yeah, the last concert, the last leg of their tour. And, yeah, it was it was a really special show. Uh, and Lacey thought you were going to propose to me then. No. <laughs> I did not. Because there is literally a lyric in one of their songs that says, Listen well, will you marry me? And uh, that's the last time I'm going to sing. <laughs> and I was singing that to you. Um, yeah, it was funny. I guess Lacey was like waiting the entire trip. Just waiting. <laughs> but yeah, it was, a, it was a cool it was a cool little thing. I don't understand the little McMinimum bars. like the. It, it it's a scavenger hunt for adults. Okay. Yeah. So apparently these are scattered all around Portland. Yeah, there's McMinimins. It's a it's a chain. It's hard to explain what McMinimins is. It is a chain. See, this is what got me on this whole deal. Was like you y'all wouldn't explain it to me, but I was supposed to like it. <laughs> I get it. And I'm like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand what I don't, we're you can't we can't really describe it to you. You just have to experience it. I'm like, okay, and so And you we're didn't going get to experience like the best of it, because the last time, uh, last time I went to Portland, no, the time before last I went to Portland, no, yes, sorry, last time I went to Portland, I'm sorry, um, we went to a McMenamins in an old schoolhouse, like one of those older schoolhouses, like that had like multiple stories and um, really tiny classrooms and stuff like that, and there were just little tiny bars shoved into these rooms, and you have a what's called a little passport book. And every bar has its own special stamp. So every bar that you find, like some bars are hidden. Okay, so that seems a lot cooler. Y'all were just like, you should like this. And I'm like, I don't really like it (laughs) because it's just like a drink. And like, quit trying to force IPAs down my throat, Pacific Northwest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, I don't like them. I'm sorry. You didn't get the full experience of McMenamins. And no, we did not explain it to you very well. Like I said, it's it's hard to explain. So if you go there, make minimum something you should like try to check out. Yeah. Um. So Portland itself is a really cool city. It is. Um. So for people who are in the South, um, no, it is not some like liberal mecca that is going to turn you gay. The people there are <laughs> extremely nice. They are very talkative. They are very friendly. Yes, people uh, act nice and are nice. It, it's almost uh, it's almost annoying. It's almost annoying because they're so nice. Well, it's just like, I don't, like, your sister's like, you got to match this person's energy with talking to him. I'm like, I have nothing to say to the guy who's giving me coffee or energy drinks or whatever. <laughs> I, I just don't. I don't. Right. I just kind of want to have my transaction and move on with my yeah, life. Yeah, that, that that part was a little cringy. Yeah. You were just like, no. And I was like, oh, be nice to the nice guy. <laughs> As we're getting our coffee, just going through the drive-thru and 
having this guy say, hi, how are you? Like, today's a great day, isn't it? Oh, that's an excellent choice. Yes. And yeah. just like really, really into it. Yeah. Really I'm, like, into his I'm job. like, hey, 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 look, it only goes to 11 and you're at 14. <laughs> yep. Uh, there's a reason I'm getting energy drinks right now, boss. <laughs> yeah. We are not as energized as you. You've clearly had two of these today. These gigantic energy drinks. Uh, but that, yeah, that was the one thing. It, they, they are very, there's a lot more interpersonal, like, speaking and talking and, like, people. I guess for me, it just feels like it's just like, I'm like, eh, whatever. I don't care. You know, like, like they really want to tell you about their little niche. Yeah. And I guess it's it's quaint and it's cool. It's special. And it is cool. And I shouldn't, like, I, I shouldn't, like, poop. Poo poo on it because like don't yuck people's jumps. That's actually something we need more of in this world. Yes, but maybe we've just become so cynical that when it does happen to us, we don't even know it. We're just like ah, absolutely. Ah. Yeah, you. At this point, I mean, especially down here, when someone's like extra nice to you, you're like, what do you want from me? Mm-hmm. You trying to sell me something? You trying to take my money? Something's like something's wrong because you don't expect people to be nice just for the sake of being nice. So one of the things I found, um, I was a little disappointed in the food. I knew you were going to be. I think wherever we go, you're going to be disappointed in the food. Like I, I've always heard Portland is a, a like a foodie's paradise and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I really found that like the food was not like it wasn't top notch to me. It just was not like what I was expecting. And for the money, I didn't think I got great value. What about the brewery? Um, we got the burger. We had our beer flights. So the burger was pretty good. I love um, the sweet potato fries. You don't like sweet potato fries. I don't like fruit, sweet potato fries. I didn't enjoy my beer flights. Yeah, you chose, well, I chose the good beers and you just chose the leftovers because well, we wanted I tr- to try every single beer. No, I tried to like, I don't genuinely enjoy fruity beers mm-hmm. and like the the flavory beers, like the, the because I think one of yours was a s'mores. Yeah, one was a s'mores, one was a blueberry beer, Yeah, which turned out to be really good. So your beers were all very good, and usually I don't enjoy those types of beers. I was trying to find, like, Pilsners and Darks and stuff like that that, like, I'm a little more accustomed to, and I didn't like any of mine. And you also got the IPAs, which neither one of us likes IPAs. And I think I had to, like, choose an IPA. Yeah, I think there was, I was like, uh, I'm out of choices. Crap. I don't understand the hype around IPAs. I don't get it. Don't make me like it. Yeah, I can't like it. Apparently, so apparently, the beer I do like when I drink up, when I go up there to drink, because I've gone to Seattle a couple of years ago, um, and I like Rainier beer. <laughs> Rainier? <laughs> it's yeah. apparently the natty light of the area. It is the natty light of the area, for sure. <laughs> so apparently, I, I, I like dig the natty. You got natty. yourself a 24-pack <laughs> and just sup, sick, suckled on that for the entire trip. <laughs> I'm like, road beer. <laughs> Your sister's like, we don't do that here. I'm like, I am. I haven't seen a cop yet. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, yeah. It, and yeah, the Portland rules are not Louisiana rules. No places. Um, no. All right, so the Mexican wasn't good either. Like, that was way disappointing. That was very disappointing, yes. And I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but they, this also shouldn't be an excuse, the fact that it was so late. Um, but yeah, it shouldn't be like, I didn't realize I looked at the bank account. That was, that bill was like $160. Mm-hmm. That was ridiculous. Like for really bad Mexican. Yeah. The drinks were okay. 
Right, but the food but the, was like... The food was heavily overpriced. They charged you for beans and rice, charged you extra. For beans and rice. Ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, we're not saying this because we're, like, trying to be cheap or anything like that, but I think most Americans, most people, like, when they look at it... When you go to a Mexican restaurant, you expect to get a lot of food for not the, the you know, most expensive amount you could pay. But my shit was burnt. Yeah, so was mine. Like, like I got fajitas. Yeah, as soon as the fajitas came to the table, I could smell how burnt they were. It yeah. was terrible. And you didn't have, like, a mound of veggies. You had just, like, a little the, pile. The whole plate was, like, like I've you never. You could see the plate. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was just underwhelming as hell. Um, so, don't eat Mexican. <laughs> in Portland. In Por- Maybe they're a great part. No, no, Don't no. eat Mexican in Lake Oswego. Okay, yeah. The place we went was not good, but no. there might have been other places. The food truck, now. Food trucks. The burrito? Sushi burrito. The sushi burrito is life-changing. So delicious. I'm really sad I didn't get to finish all of my Thai. Like, I hope she didn't just throw away that Thai food, but I think she did. I don't know who would eat the Thai food, but it was so good. um, (sighs) But yeah, the sushi burritos, like every sushi restaurant should have a sushi burrito. I hope this new sushi sushi restaurant in town has a sushi burrito. Me too. We should go there. Okay. Yeah. Um. So food wise, I wasn't overly impressed. Um, drink wise, uh, we didn't do a lot of drinking. Like we didn't drink heavily, heavy, heavy. <laughs> Moderate. I mean, I didn't. I don't think I did. I feel like you had a beer in your hand the entire time. But a beer isn't drinking heavy. I mean, <laughs> if, I, if I'm if I'm not drinking two or three old fashions, and we're like oh not my even God, like, dude. like tipping the scales, like. Um, Although I did introduce road beers to Max, and I think he loves this. <laughs> uh, Max was a, a guy that we met while we were up there, and is yep. a, a is very now, cool Frenchman. Yeah, very cool Frenchman. Is now uh, Lacey's roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we're just saying names now. I'm, I'm sorry, sister. I, I tried to keep your name on the down low. She listens to this, and she's going to laugh at me. She doesn't care. She doesn't <laughs> care. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, just a really cool dude. Had some very interesting conversations with him. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'll tell you what place was great was that seafood restaurant we went to on the pier. Where you had that fresh salmon. The The day we were supposed to fly out and our flight got delayed. Yes, and we're we got skipping an extra, ahead. We got an extra day in Portland. Yep. And Lacey and, and Max come back and picked us up. And it was like, Lacey's like, we're going to this place, uh, Vancouver, Washington. Yep. And we went to this little, like, place, and they had some um, salmon. I I had salmon. Yep. I had this delicious, like, seafood pasta dish Mm -hmm. with this amazing cream sauce. It was so good. That was, that that was, yeah, that was worth it. That was a really good restaurant. Yes, it was. And the drinks weren't bad. No. So, I mean, you did get, you got a good um, old-fashioned at uh, Raven's. Oh, one of the best I've ever had. Good. Like, you literally one of the best I've ever had. Yeah, you didn't say much about it, so. Well, they had all these other drinks, and we were meeting somebody new. Um, I don't know if, if we should talk about, like. No, we can keep that. Sorry, guys. We're being cryptic. And Crypt, a I little know, cryptic. I know, you, it, like, this is something that you hate on podcasts, but, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so, um, there were, yeah, there were a bunch of, like, specialty drinks at Raven's Manor. I got one in a skull glass. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. It was smoking. Tasted pretty good. Um, and that was kind of the that that was kind of the the the, the hook of that yes. place was like not only the the like the macabre the, of it and the macabre then, and then the drinks like the drinks were as expensive like there was no menu to speak of like six items yeah 
It wasn't as yeah, the, and the pasta I got like was very garlicky. And for me to say that, you know how much I love I love garlic. It's insanely garlicky. And the shrimp were horribly cooked. They were yeah. overcooked and rubbery. But like my burger was there. I got a burger. Yeah. Like and you go to a restaurant and you're like you ordered a burger. I'm not a burger all the time kind of person. Um, but like this place just didn't have anything that was appetizing. It had like six know. choices. Maybe they had. Maybe there was like one dish in particular that was like their specialty, but I don't know. We didn't the order it. Burger wasn't horrible, but it wasn't like nothing that I'd be like, "This is the best burger I've ever had." Right. Gordon Ramsay, come try this burger. No, I was just like, "It's there." What is the best burger you've ever had? I don't know. I, we'll have to get into that another <laughs> time. I'd have to put some like serious thought into that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we did a hiking day that was like just then. That was the day I proposed. On yes, hiking day on hiking day. Yeah, was hiking day and waterfall day the same day? Yes. Oh, okay. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I was wearing the same outfit. Mm-hmm. Got it. Was I? Yeah, because the only yes. big hike we did was to the um, the uh, pool. Yeah. And um, y'all didn't swim. Cause the punch bowl. The punch bowl, and you didn't swim. Mm-hmm. Um, which you got to be. not technically supposed to swim in there. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's like, whatever. I will wave you off. <laughs> I'm also not supposed to step over, like, cables to take better pictures of up against a cliff, but I did that. Oh, my God, baby. Uh, oh, I found that cool World War II, like, um, the raid. Bung, the raid. It was a was radio it? installation. I looked it up. Radio installation, okay. Um, which was just, like, on this cliff, like, near this cliff from, like, World War II. And, yeah, there's all kinds of cool stuff like that up there. Uh, that was the most beautiful area. I. I mean, you didn't take that hike with me. No, I didn't. We were kind of... Sometimes on, yeah. sometimes on sometimes on vacations people don't always get along and then I got my feathered ruffled up a little bit yeah and so I needed some that's, alone time that's an understatement yeah you need some alone time <laughs> anyway and so uh, I took my like inner self and like kind of turned inward mm-hmm. and um, went for a couple of mile hike yep um, just saw a trail and I was like I'm gonna go hike this. And wasn't he didn't have a pack, had like water shoes on. It was not like I was not designed to hike that day (laughs) and found this like beautiful coastal rainforest that I was just hiking through. And I was like, yeah, this is what I wanted. That's where you wanted to propose to me. That's that. That's what I want. (laughs) That's what you want to just live in, to exist in, to be in. This is my area. Yes, absolutely. I feel at home near the ocean with a bunch of trees. You get all um, these ferns and these, like, yeah. uh, beautiful trees. Like, looking, like, straight-up prehistoric yeah. type forest. Yeah. Just amazing. And the, and on that particular day, there was just, a, like, cloudy mist. mist, and that made it, like, even better for mm-hmm. me. Like, yeah. for me, that makes it better. I don't. Oh, love, yeah. No, I love misty days. I don't love, like, the sun and all that stuff. I love that mistiness. Like, and, and it rolled in and just was walking through there. It was just gorgeous. Just, like, every step. I was right. I just felt it, you know. I felt this like this this weird like emotion of like being near those trees and in that area and like knowing how like old that area was. Like you could see the trees and they were like ancient, and the ones that were even fallen over and cut down. It just everything hung with moss, and it was just it was a really beautiful area. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's cool. that that was my favorite hike. Cool. Um, Columbia River Gorge was a beautiful hike and had some cool areas, but it had gotten burnt over last year. Yeah. Um, when I first came to Portland in 2014, the Columbia River Gorge was pristine and gorgeous. And I didn't get the water 
I didn't get in the water that visit, that trip. Um, but it was just gorgeous to just be in and just exist in for a little bit. And um, what else did we do? I mean, we had we had so many, like, things that, like, um, all right, so let's. We cooked for everyone one night. We did. Uh, met some really interesting and different people. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, one of the things I, I kind of wanted to do for everyone was to cook them a, a kind of more authentic Louisiana meal. Right. So we did that. I know you did want to do gumbo, but I talked you out of that. Because mm-hmm. your version of gumbo, your Cajun gumbo with the potato salad, the whole, ch- the, the chicken bones, the the hard-boiled eggs in there, like, I don't think they were ready for that. <laughs> I think they would have been a little bit scared. Most to people just... ate. There was only one person who was gluten-free. Right. Yeah, she had rice. <laughs> but and my rice wasn't had... even good because I'd never cooked in an Instapot. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, it was good. I love sticky rice. I think sticky rice is the best. Um, but, yeah, she also had an ulcer, didn't she? I don't know. She was nursing? I, I, yeah. I unfortunately couldn't, like talk to a lot of people i was pretty busy yeah we might we did meet a woman from like louisiana who had like transplanted there um she was just happy to meet people from her own culture i think yeah uh, yeah talking to us the entire time i even went out and grabbed more corn for us when we realized we didn't have enough for mm-hmm. maksu um yeah super nice just yeah, everybody to, was so nice we tried to do it like all like farmer's market stuff and all that whole foods whole foods um tried to really like like lean into the, the yeah, the farmer's market was great. We went to two farmer's markets. We went to two farmer's markets. They had one on a Saturday, and, and your sister had slept in, and we kind of got up, and we went, like, there was, like, a little area right by our house. She lives in a very nice area. Yeah, she does. Uh, we were able to walk over there, and we walked around and had our coffee and um, found a great breakfast burrito. Oh, yeah. That was one that of the was, best things. Yes, that was the best thing, was this this little... Mexican pop-up mm-hmm. in the very back corner of the farmer's market. No one else was there, and we're like, let's get two breakfast burritos, and they were humongous. Like, we were walking by somebody, and I was like, that's a breakfast burrito, that guy Where did has. he get that what, breakfast burrito? What is that, and where do I find one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the lady was so nice, and um, I... <laughs> I asked if she could not put the jalapenos in it, but she's like, it's pre-mixed. I'm like, that's fine. I will toughen through it, but it was delicious. It was, it, yeah, it was probably the best thing we had. I didn't even taste the jalapenos. I, yeah, I, there was just a little bit of heat. Um, the perfect amount. Perfect amount of heat, yeah. I wish, like, I was so sad when we didn't finish all of it we and couldn't. we had to toss it in the trash. Oh, man. It was, was so like, much. I was like, man, I'm getting miserable eating this, yeah. but it's delicious. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was all fun. Um, we shared a Sprite in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really cute for some reason. Like Sprite in a bottle shared between two lovers. It's, it's cute. It's cute. <laughs> it's uh, so let's talk about some of the other stuff about Portland. Okay, so um, Portland has a very big homeless problem. Yeah. Situation. Whatever, however you want to describe it. Um, and like the people there, I think, make a bigger deal of it than we do. Now, maybe I didn't see it. No, I don't think you saw, because I remember it being it. I remember it being much more dense downtown than it was this well, time. Well, we were in parts of downtown. Mm-hmm. I mean, we went to the place where, like, but I mean, just like by by Powell's books, like last time, I it was 
there were a few more homeless. There was almost nothing there. Right. Like, there was not a lot of homeless people there. We went to uh, Pioneer Park, and I really wish we'd have known Modest Mouse was playing because oh we'd have gone to see that. Oh, my gosh. That would have been awesome. Uh, but Pioneer Park is where the riots were going on during, like, um, the the BLM mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and, you know, when you go down and you look at it, it's not, like, it's not what it was portrayed as. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Now, there are, like, gates up around the, like, the federal buildings and stuff There's like that. There's some graffiti. There's some graffiti that's left over on the top of buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, ballsy son guns who got up there did that. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, but, like, so, that part of it, like, I don't think, I don't think we should judge, like, the rest. Uh, the Deep South looks at Portland as this kind of liberal place and, like, all these horrible like they well, were, the deep south uses liberal as a bad word yeah like that's how you guys portray like oh they're a liberal they're a bleeding heart liberal like that's like the ultimate sin is to be a liberal yeah which is ridiculous <clears throat> so that's uh, just my test my two cents on that so um yeah uh but honestly the people there were were great and like i don't for me the things I noticed, I didn't care about, but I know that other people would be like, oh, you know, two guys hugging on the street. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. You know, two guys hugging on the street, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it's even. Two guys with a baby. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I'm like. I thought that was adorable. I, I didn't. I didn't even notice that one. Um, yeah. We, we, I, yeah, I barely noticed that one. I was just like, oh, hey, that's really nice to see. Like, I don't get to see that back home. I don't get to see openly gay couples. Happily walking around with their children. All right, here's one thing that, like, is, so for all the Southern dudes who are, like, um, um, all, like, you know, these people from Portland and the Northeast or this, like, very liberal area that is, it's, we could easily crush. Those some big boys. Who? The, the guys up there. They were some big boys up there. Like, even in, like, inside the city of Portland and stuff like that. Those are, they're not, like, look. These liberal dudes aren't like little tiny <laughs> stick figures, dude. They got some guys who got some 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 mm, to them. I didn't notice any massive dudes. Like usually it was the dads. Okay. Like dads tended to be like they rolled through like six two. Okay. You know, <laughs> and as my little five seven. Yeah, ass people looks, are people there are not short. Nope. But I think there's I don't know. It feels they like don't, there's don't, a, there's a there's a weird fitness there. They're not like. Overly fit. Everybody's yeah. Everybody's just but hiking. No one's not under. No one fit. is obese. Yeah, so I, didn't say, I don't think we saw any obese people. But there's also no one there who's like like just ripped. Right. You know, everybody's just like, you know, like swimmers build like hiking every weekend or every day depending on where they live and yeah, uh, it was really nice to see. Yeah, like I guess you can have a very active lifestyle there because mm-hmm. you have good weather. Yeah, I mean we. I know, like the heat is. It feels like such a sad, such a sad little excuse, but it really is like a huge deal. Like yeah, people you, die of sunstroke and you um, can't not overheating here. Yeah, you can't like live here and like go hike all day on a Saturday. It's no, just not happening. You will die. You you literally can only hike till like nine in the morning, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but okay. So beyond that, okay. So back to back to Portland and our trip. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, there was um. I definitely didn't feel, I never felt uncomfortable. Um, even with like the homelessness problem and all that stuff, it almost felt like 
So I'm trying to, I'm, I was trying today to think of an analogy. Okay. To like compare their homeless to our homeless. Oh gosh. And I feel like our homeless <laughs> are grizzly bears. Oh Lord. <laughs> and those are kind of like a black bear. Yeah. Like they're like ours are I can aggressive. We have, okay. I think the majority, maybe not the majority, but a large portion of our homeless are people that have gone through mental health crises and don't have the resources down here to, to get help. Um, I think, uh, like our experience with homelessness in Portland was just walking by people asleep on the street. Pretty much that during the days. And like, there'd be a little bit here and there. You'd see somebody who was tweaking every now and then, but it wasn't like nobody was aggressive towards you. They never even approached you. Like people in Portland are homeless because of the ridiculous rising house costs, rising housing costs. I don't know. Like that's how I see it. I don't know. I I I, I, I don't have like a lot of move. information. I feel like you move. Like you can go someplace else. Like do they have a job and they're homeless, or do they like? Because what you're basically saying is they're they have like the ability to make a living there, and they're making a living there, but they cannot afford to live there. That I don't know. But like, why would you stay there? Why like if you don't if you don't have a job there, if you don't have no reason to be there, but you could like earn a living other areas why don't move to another area where you can live you know but i don't know i don't know i I, yeah i don't know either i'm not going to claim to know but that's just my take on it Mm -hmm. um we have yeah we have very aggressive homeless people here to the point where it is scary for but you never felt scared there no you never felt scared like like that entire time we were there i never felt scared i never i never felt out of place i never felt like even like there was only one time that i like really ever like even like kind of my my like spidey senses kicked up okay like if i walk around new orleans i know who is around me at all times yeah I'm, like, constantly scanning. I'm constantly looking. I'm constantly knowing. Which is why I never feel unsafe because I'm with you, and I know you're doing that. Right. (laughs) But there, there was really literally only one time where we were walking from one place to another, and it was actually after we ate at that restaurant, the Raven Manor or whatever, and um, there were just two guys. Yeah, two fairly big guys behind us. Right, and they just crossed the street. But, like, Mm -hmm. for me, I'm always going to know where those guys are. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm I want to know did they turn and come up behind us or they did they keep going straight. Right. And that's just me. That, that's a weird mentality that I have. Um other people might not be like that. But so that was the only time in the entire week we were there that I ever like did that. Yeah. Like there were times where we left Lacey's front door unlocked. Mhm. And I felt totally fine doing that. No one's going to break in. Everybody has their own, it's in her area, everybody has their own place. And now, There is a call out I'm going to kind of make here okay. on the homelessness thing for me. So, um, like, the people there tend to, oh, maybe it's just your sister and how she portrays herself and how she portrays, like, how other people are there. I don't know. I've only met so many people, and I only talked about homelessness with her. Um, they're like, we know it's a problem, but we're very open to like this problem and stuff like that. And we understand. And she was talking about like the one girl who would go check every door and how she keeps water in her car in case they break into her car so they can get water. Right. And all this other stuff and like a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. Um, so that like, 
and I'm like, that's just like to me, that's so foreign. Like you, you no, like, yeah. like it's somebody stealing from me. That someone taking. If I give you something or I provide you with a service, that's fine. But don't steal from me. Um, but there, there, she is more okay with that. And I'm not going to say that's everybody. Um, but when I feel like people in the surrounding areas to Portland feel like they're very like progressive toward homelessness, but in your area, there's no homelessness. Like in the place we stayed, there was no homelessness because there were actually police officers there that would run people out. Right. So when you get into Portland itself, like the, and some of the areas where the homelessness like really increases, it gets very dirty, it gets very nasty. There's a lot of trash on the ground. Yeah. But you get outside of it, it's gorgeous. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, and the biggest difference between Portland and here is, uh, as far as homelessness goes, is that homelessness isn't criminalized in Portland. Um. I don't know if it's illegal, te- technically illegal to be homeless here, but it is, it is seen as like, like almost a criminal offense. Yeah, a vagrancy to, as I think to be still. loitering and whatever. Um. So and I, I mean, and Portland is like taking an active, like taking active steps to try and alleviate it with all of the uh, tiny home communities mm-hmm. for for people and it's and i'm okay with that like i'm not trying to like like say that it's wrong or anything like that i'm just like pointing out like the fact that like a lot of people feel sometimes people feel that they're doing a good thing um they feel they're very progressive about stuff but it's like over there progressive right you know it's like they want to take care of it but they don't want to see it on a daily basis yeah it's not it's not in my neighborhood i don't want it in my neighborhood Mm -hmm. but i want to take care of it over there right and so they feel like they're really good people, and they are good people. I'm not going to say they're bad people. I'm just saying, call a spade a spade. <laughs> you know, be honest about it. Like, if it was on your doorstep, you would feel a lot different about this mm-hmm. than it being in another, you know, 20 minutes down the road where it's never going to touch you. Yeah. But I think everyone has the right to feel safe. And if if you living in an area that's, you know, highly policed, it like makes you feel safe, then yeah, live mm-hmm. there. Um, but that brings a whole whole different thing. Like yeah, we can talk about that for another hour. I know. Like, <laughs> we we really should one day do it. Like <clears throat> how we feel about over policing. Yeah, like, I think we line up pretty well on that, but I don't know. We should like really. I don't know. For me, it's just yeah, and I have an interesting perspective because. I, my father was a Louisiana State Trooper for over 20 years. And then a, uh, a U.S. Marshal, And then huh? a U.S. Marshal, yeah. yeah. And before all that, he was a Marine in Vietnam. And, yeah. So I lived under this law and order mentality my entire childhood, which is why I think I follow rules so stringently, like legal, like laws specifically. Um <clears throat> yeah, I don't mess up. My credit score has always been amazing, <laughs> except for when I had to file for bank- bankruptcy. But it's still it's still awesome but compared was, to a lot of people. That was other circumstances, right? Yeah, and we can go into that in another episode. All right, um, so um, okay, let's get back to Portland. So okay. we've talked about kind of there, were there other things that you found like unique or just out of place? Just you really, really came into your own. Yeah, you, you yeah, you mentioned this. Um yeah, and I feel like that's important to to talk about as after the dinner, after we mm-hmm. cooked dinner for everyone that night. 
What did you say? Like, just how... I don't remember exactly how I phrased it. So if it meant something to you, please okay, phrase um, it because I'm going to be paraphrasing. You said something like, I like you here. I like the way you are here. Yes. And I want this person to come home with me. Mm-hmm. It, it was just like you were so much more confident. You were so much more like a person who was very much like I felt, I felt we were better partners. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, just the way you conducted and you handled yourself was not meek in any way. And I, I don't know if it's because when we're here, I do it, or if it's just how you are here. No, but and I gave you the reason. You, you just feel more comfortable there. Yeah, I told you that the way you feel out of place in Portland mm-hmm. is the way I feel out of place when we are in Louisiana. Like, Portland is my people. Portland is where is. The people in Portland, the type of people in Portland, those are my people. And like that's how I feel about it. But you're really like coming into a better place here. You're 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 finding a community here around yourself. Yeah, I'm finding a community here with my coworkers and with, you know, whenever we do um like events and meet new people. Um yeah, I'm 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 finding the little the, the little blessings of people that are here that are like the, the niches. Yeah, the niches, the the minorities, the <laughs> the ones that, you know, are the people that are progressive for here. Um so yeah, like I I really stress that like yeah, I'm in Portland I feel more at home than mm-hmm. I do here. Like I really saw a different side of you. Like uh, I mean we've been together a couple of years. Uh, three years in October. And like on Halloween. What, what I saw there was a completely it was a version of you. So I'm not saying like this is a completely new you. It's a version of you that I'd never seen before. And it was all your attributes, just like the the good attributes of you taken up another notch. Mm-hmm. So it was all this like stress and all these bad things and all this negativity negativity that you kind of carry down here sometimes it was all gone it was like you you just felt like strong confident secure you were like literally speaking like a person who like had no like like what you were talking about was it just felt like you knew what you were talking about right like You've said before how you're like women are conditioned to feel to be meek and do this and that and this uh-huh. other thing. You weren't conditioned there. No, that was not you. So it was like you were freed of all that, and that was I liked that. <laughs> like I liked that woman because that was a strong, independent woman. That was a woman that I was like. <laughs> up (laughs) how you doing (laughs) uh yeah and i just there's really no other way to explain it than just like i feel i feel like here like here in louisiana i feel like an outcast because of my belief system and my political status and all and you know my my sexual orientation all of this makes me feel like an outsider so one of the things I'm, I'm, I've meant to ask you since we've been back, and like literally the moment you stepped off the plane, you kind of resorted back for a moment. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wanted you to hold this for as long as you could. Yeah, and I, I, I'm trying. But I don't know if you've seen a difference, but I'm trying. But, like, my question is, when we're together, when we're alone, when we're in our bubble, mm-hmm. and there's no other outside influences, how do I make that person able to come out? <laughs> um... I I guess just, like, I don't know. Because, um, because what I'm saying is, like, I like that person. Yeah. I want to create a space for you to feel comfortable being that person. And, like, if if you're not that person because of something I'm doing, like, tell me. Let me know. Because I'm, I, I will try to not do that. Okay. Because I liked that person a lot. <laughs> And, like, that person, I, I can understand, like, at work and, at, like, in society and all these other places, yeah, you got to, like, whatever you got to do, like, however you got to feel. But, like, we're in our bubble. That's our bubble. We make it whatever we want to be. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think having green spaces, like, nature spaces and, like. You a garden. I know you built me a garden, and thank you, but, like, shade. Okay. Like, like I can't having, do anything about the heat. I know you can't do anything about the, sh- about the heat, but, like, being, just being near, like, a body of water or a bunch of trees or something. But I can't do any of that. I know. That. I know you can't do any of that. Like, we'd have to move. Um, Like, the only... The only su- solution I can think of right now is to just like get a bunch of health house plants like that like what, what was in uh, Lacey's apartment. Um, also, I feel like you're a little different here too. Um, I think uh, in Portland you were less defensive, and I'm I'm sure you were like like mentally trying to be aware of your of how you would be perceived um, and you were trying to maybe be extra nice. Um, not that you're a mean person, but we're, it's, it's hard to explain. Like people in Portland, as long as they have a house, I don't see how anyone in Portland could be miserable living here. Even if they, even, even if people aren't homeless, even if they do have a house and then they're making a good income. It's really easy to get to be miserable here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's, like, I have, and I think part of it might have been vacation brain. A big part of it was just being with those people in that environment. And I don't really know how to bring that back here. Um, I really don't. <laughs> so I'm sorry. That's okay. Like I I know sometimes like and work probably has a lot to do with it, especially like weeks like this. Like when I came home, like shit immediately hit the fan at work and I've just been trying to play catch up ever since. Like this is the first day where I kind of feel like I'm on track again and not like drowning in the work. Um and I know that has a lot to do with my moods. Um, also just traffic here has a lot to do with my moods. Um, I, like, I'm, I'm very vocal about 
what I dislike about this town. Mm-hmm. And I know that you kind of hate that. Um, yeah, I, it feels like there's like, I can't change this. So it's my mentality of like, you can't, like, don't complain about stuff you can't fix. But your mentality is, I want to complain about this, and it'll make me feel better. Yeah, if I get it out. And I'm like, nope, you don't complain about shit you can't fix. And that's the thing. Like, you're the person I complain to. I know. Like, we're, we, are the, we are each other's person to complain to. Like, that's kind of part of our jobs as being a couple. I know. Uh, which I know, like, yeah, you have... And I understand where you're coming from about like people people complaining about personal problems that they that they don't want to fix. I get that. Me complaining about how Jackson Street is a piece of shit and needs to be repaved immediately isn't a personal problem. <laughs> so that's where I'm coming from. Um All right, so we um we've talked about a lot about this. Now let's um we don't have a whole lot of time left. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk some about like what we're envisioning for like future plans now that we're engaged? Yeah. Um, uh, but, it, but real quick, going back to like you want that person in Portland to come here. By the way, I'm sorry I interrupted you. If, if um. I cut you off there. <laughs> I was told I do that sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, but I, I was kind of, it's okay. You didn't do it that time. Um <clears throat> Yeah, I'm going to try and find my my avenues to find, to get that person to come out. Like, I don't know what I need to do. I don't know if it's a self-care thing or if it's a, you know, changing up the house and making it look like bringing in houseplants and adding in some greenery or, you know, we need to, we need to remodel, like maybe doing some project like that to make the house look better. Like, like the thing that I look at every day, mm-hmm. making that, making that look better so that it makes me feel better. Not saying that our house is a piece of trash, but <laughs> there's things that can be improved. Um, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try and find that for you okay, and for me and for you, like do it for you more than me mm-hmm. because I think you liked that person better. Yeah. And it's, it's hard. Like, I think where it, I think where it came from is that like you and I had a very specific dynamic when we first got together Mm -hmm. and I have not completely withdrawn from that dynamic since I'm no longer that person anymore. Like the person that needed you. And so I, yeah, I have to let go of that. So I'm still trying to figure out how to do that. Okay? Okay. Now, <laughs> on, to, on to what you want to do with, on to what we've been discussing for the last week since we've been home and you've now gotten engaged. Yes, wedding. Which is wedding. Wedding things, all the things wedding. So there are so many, like, levels of this. Yes. First off, no one's paying for this other than us. Yeah. We are... We are the people who are paying for this. Right. So, I apologize and I've tried to not do this. And when I do do this, please tell me that I'm doing this. I am very, no, we don't need to do that because 
I'm like, this is our money. Do we want to spend this money on this or do we want to spend it on that? Mm-hmm. And to me, this and that are two different things. You know, like, I'm like, well, do I want to spend money on a very big, lavish, like, ceremony? Or do I want to spend money on, like... The trip of a lifetime. The trip of a lifetime. Or just our lives. Like, right. This is still our money. Like, there's no there's no extra money coming in for this. Yeah. Like, everything we're going to get from this is what we earn. Right. So, like, the things we want. If we want a new couch, we don't get to do that until after we get married. Right. If we want new flooring, we don't get to do that until after we get married. Like, nope. this... And I don't... This, I guess, is a lot of people who are in our stage, like, of life. Like, there's, there's, we're not 20 years old. This isn't our first marriage. Your father isn't coming to, like, sign checks. <laughs> nope. No, he's not. And, like, so this is all of our money. So I'm trying to, like, balance being a pragmatist with being, like, fulfilling your dreams. Right. And I'm, I'm trying to do this as inexpensively as possible. hmm um, except for that, except for yesterday when I kind of teetered off and I was like, let's invite 50 people. <laughs> and I felt so bad, like bringing you back from that. Like, th- like literally, like I feel bad sometimes. Cause I'm like, am I, am I like, am I trying to convince her not to spend money for my own selfish goals? Right. Like, this is like something that I've thought about. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cause I know in our dynamic and where we are, like everything that we spit, everything that we get out of this is going to be me working overtime because of how our budget yeah. is. And it, I don't have the option of overtime. Right. I'm salary. Your so. salary. So like what we have, we, have, we make a decent living. We put money away. We do all our things, right? Yeah. We have a little bit at the end of the month, a little bit more than like some people, a little bit less than some people. Mm-hmm. But it's not like we, we are not in the, point in our lives where we sign checks and never think about it right we still have to balance a checkbook yeah we're figuratively i don't actually balance a checkbook but yeah uh Um. so so (coughs) some of this like wedding planning to me is like i'm trying to get out of the mentality of okay this is all overtime i have to work right because there's no like there's no extra money like that we're just we're not going to find ten thousand dollars no, and we're not going to spend $10,000 on a wedding. Mm-hmm. We have to save up that or $15,000 for the honeymoon. So, and that's just for the two of us. Just Yeah. We also want to bring offspring along. And then this is going to be kind of offspring's, like, either her senior trip. Either her senior trip or her first trip in college. Yeah. So it's going to be kind of like it's probably going to be closer to it's probably going to be like her first trip after she goes to college. As like, yeah, as far as like where we're going right now, how much we so are why don't we just pl- let's say it like let's not be cryptic about this. Okay. So what what we want to do is go. <laughs> um, like the wedding or the honeymoon. Everything. Okay. This is your time to shine, baby. Okay, so I want to get married under a live oak. That's all I really want. Okay, so number one, people who are listening, you know a live oak we can get married under. Yeah. We have someone who marry us. Yes, we have someone to marry us. It is your best friend. I'm totally fine with that. It's sweet. He's free. I, <laughs> and I, the one thing I hope he says is marriage. 
marriage <laughs> is real pretty. Not. Oh God, you you hope not. <sighs> I don't know why I want the I want our ceremony to be so. I want our ceremony to be like like soul crushingly adorable and emotional. <laughs> That's what I want. I want us to be like See, weeping. Whole, I almost like texted him the other day and I was like, dude, if you marry us and you don't say marriage, I'm going to be so disappointed. But now it's I only going to be the that. three of us laughing. No one else is going to get it. Sometimes that's all you need. <laughs> Sometimes that's all you need. Like we're inviting immediate family. Sometimes that's all you need. And they're older and I don't think any of them have seen Princess Bride. Okay. Sometimes that's all you need. <laughs> Sometimes you do things for you. Okay. But okay. So anyway. Continue. So yeah. And if if no one can find us a live oak, there is a live oak that I have on standby. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then um, and we're only gonna invite okay. at this point twenty five people tops. Like this has been like the biggest thing is where do we want to stop? Where do this? we stop? Where yeah. where. Where do we tap this out at? Because, like, you were like, okay, I want to only invite close family. And then it was like, well, I want to invite work people. And then I was like, you want to invite this many people. And then I want to invite my cousins. I'm like, well, if you do that, then it's kind of I'm obligated to invite mine. And now we're getting into, like, 75 people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, now we're having to, like, feed 75 people. Right. (laughs) And, like, have a venue for 75 people and all this other stuff. And it was like – Okay, let's dial this way back again. Right. So, yeah. So, we get married under a live oak with 25 people watching. And then we go have a nice dinner. Mm-hmm. There, depending on the pricing of the dinner, since we, since we don't have a lot of people, I do want us to consider an open bar. Okay. But only if it's not, like, crazy outrageous. I don't think most people will have, like, a ton of drinks. Like, we're not having a true reception, so if it's right. a dinner, maybe two per, pe- per person. So I think that would be okay. Like, yeah. it's when you start having, like, receptions, and then you were talking about that. Like, okay, I want to have a reception. I'm like, okay. So we're going to throw a party for a bunch of people to come hang out with us to, like, tell us, say, hey, congratulations, but they're just going to get drunk on our time. Right. And... So that that was when you said I need to throw away these like conceptions I have from my being a child. Yeah, all like women in America are conditioned to want that ridiculously big lavish wedding and that ridiculous huge expensive wedding dress and that crazy reception like it has been drilled into us through movies and television and every other and every other kind of media since we were yeah, 5. So, of course, I'm going to have... That's the, the W-I-C. What? The Wedding Industrial Complex. Wedding Industrial Complex. Yeah, yeah. It, it mirrors the military industrial yeah, complex. Yeah, the, the wedding industry is a giant scam. And I know this. I worked for a wedding photographer for five years. I saw what people spent their money on. Mm-hmm. And I knew that people were going into debt. Like the average cost of a, an American wedding is $30,000. And that's ridiculous. And uh, yeah, you can get a college degree. In a community college. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we already talked about that. So yeah, so I don't want to go, I don't want to go into debt getting married. Mm-hmm. That seems completely asinine. Um, like I would rather go into debt on our like 
honeymoon yeah. than to go into debt to get married. Right. Like, yeah, I would consider us doing, like, a planned payment, a little payment plan for, like, for our honeymoon. Yeah. Um, we'll have to figure that out. Um, but as of right now, like, the plan is to save up, you know, like, $500 a month for two and a half, three years to go on our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. So, and we're getting married in two years. So we're not going to have, we're not going to go to our honeymoon immediately afterwards. Right. We're going we're gonna to have a weekend wherever we are and just enjoy ourselves. Um, so, yeah, it's really, it's, it's really frustrating trying to like balance everything, yeah, right? Yeah, trying to balance everything and trying to, to convince myself that I don't need all the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I am going to go wedding dress shopping. I might spend $1,500 on a wedding dress. That's a, that is an expense that I have just, like, decided that, yeah. It's worth it to you. It's worth it to me because, I mean, it's worth it to me to – it's worth it to me to go there to have that experience with Lacey and with Offspring, and it's yeah, it's worth it to me to to get that dress. Mm-hmm. That could possibly be, a, I don't know, a, an heirloom. You know, I don't know. I, I I feel like we all think that these are heirlooms and these are things that like we're gonna hand down, and it's not. Um, but I'm also like on the on the side that says like. You do what you want to do. Like, if this is there, I hope, I hope this is the only time you marry. Me too. Um, <laughs> I think we got a good shot. Yeah, I think we're good. Um, I think uh, I've made my mistakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but this, like, the reason I proposed where I proposed and made it, like, special, and it wasn't like we're not at a courthouse doing this already, is because this is your first one. Right. Like, this is your, like, dream. So I want to make your dream come true, but I also want to, like, temper that with the fact that, like, this is one thing I said to you. You don't have a, a very close family here. No. Like, you don't have, and I'm sorry for that. Like, That's I'm, fine. Like, it's funny. Like, I have a huge family, but no, we're not exactly close. Yeah, you don't have, like, this, like, tight-knit group of women who are going to be doing bouquets with you and, like, decorating a reception hall for you and, you know, having uncle, like, I have some uncles that would, like, help us cook and stuff like that. There are ways you can do a a wedding on the cheap and Mm -hmm. have a very nice reception and stuff like that. You don't have to spend, it's ridiculous, like $20,000. $4,800 just on food. Yeah. Like, you know, but... I'm like, we just don't have that, like, network that we need. Right. And so I've tried to, like, balance your whole thing. Like, like tried to, like, say, hey, you know, and, and every time I say it, I go back and I feel bad. <laughs> I, I really do. Like, I go, uh, like, it, it, it hurts me because I'm like, am I taking something from you? Right. That you would, you really want for what I think is our future. Right. And yeah, like our savings is our future. Like our ability to put money aside and not spend it on frivolous things is what makes us 
a hell of a lot more capable than most American couples. Right. Like, do we have to work until we're 70? Like, do yeah. we, like, when we hit 65, are we able to retire? And these, these are things that, like, me as a middle-aged person, I think of. Yeah, you know? I think about this stuff, too. And so I'm like, but I want to give you what you want. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, come back to what is what we want compared to, like, what... What's feasible. What's feasible, yeah. Right. And so it always hurts me when I have to do that to you because our, like, the, the world we live in is just not the world that, like, we have been told it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've been... Conditioned to believe Conditioned and lied to our entire lives. All of it. Yeah, all of it. Um, and no, I just... Like, and the, like, there's a, there's a practical part of me and there's a romantic side of me mm-hmm. and they're always at odds with, with each other for obvious reasons. Um, but I think the practical part of me always wins because especially, you know, since I have had to file for bankruptcy before, since I know what it's like to not have money, like, you know, any you're money not, as an adult, you know, you're not getting anything. Right. Like at the end like you're, you, there's no inheritance. There's no like manor coming. There's no like land coming. And you're right. basically, what you're going to end up with is whatever you scratch out of this. Yeah, it's earth. the work that we put into it. Right. Like whatever we work for is what we have. And That's it. By the way, screw all boomers who think y'all have it easy because this is exactly what a lot of you people, like your generation, are having to do. Yeah. Yeah, Gen Y is uh, between a rock and a hard place. Gen X, yeah, millennials, Gen Y, y'all are all between a rock and a hard place, and y'all are scratching the shit out of it. You mean millennials and Gen Z? Sure. Because Gen Y and millennials are the same thing. Okay. You know, ready? A couple X, Y, you know. You're an X, I'm a Y. Got it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, and it it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Like, I honestly don't see how some of my friends had these lavish weddings uh, unless somebody was somebody else was paying for it. Or they're, like, financing it. Yeah, right. And I, that's just not something I'm willing to do. I don't want to... No, you just got $10,000, like, forgiven. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to spend $10,000, like... And, like, I don't see that money. That money just is taken out of my student loan balance. Um <laughs> I've wanted to talk about this so hard. Yeah, we can talk about that next time. Um, so, yeah, like this, like I have, I have the must-haves. I have the dress must-have. I have the giant oak tree must-have, and that's really it. I have, I don't know, the cake moment must-have. Um, and yeah, those are really my top three things. Mm-hmm. And then beyond that, like we want you want to do a brave heart like binding ceremony in Scotland. Yeah. And what we what the plan is is to bring your sister and an offspring and us all go there and mm-hmm. us do that. And then your sister and offspring, we continue our honeymoon and they have a European adventure, which will be offsprings like Yeah, that'll be her first awesome trip of her life. Yeah, that'll be like her like being like introduced into there is a wide world out there yes go enjoy it mm-hmm. like earn your money and enjoy yourself right uh which is what i want want for her more than anything uh but yeah 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 so uh 
Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it, it's a weird thing. Like, I don't, I, the whole wedding thing, I'm trying to give you what you want. I know, and I know you don't, like, you're done with it. You don't really want to have a wedding. I don't care. I, like, you we, don't care. You would like, rather just next go. Next Tuesday, we could go down to, like, the, the courthouse and get married. Right. And I would be fine. And, you know, maybe we should do that. Like, <laughs> um, may, like, and I mean, like, maybe we should just have, like, a small legal ceremony immediately mm-hmm. and then have the, the, like, public ceremony later. I thought that was to hand binding. I know. Now I'm making it into three things. Yeah. Courthouse. Uh, Oak Tree, Scotland. <laughs> like, let's just break this up into three things. Let's have three ceremonies, um, which is probably too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's I way too much. Finish. Yeah. Um, although we don't, we don't have to have a ceremony per se if we go to the courthouse. We can just like sign documents and be like, yeah, we're good. That's pretty much all you need is like a witness. Yeah. So. <laughs> and with our homelessness problem, we oh, just stop it. One. Stop it. Stop it. That's horrible. Um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm trying to, to curb the romantic side of me. Okay. So we're like kind of button up against time here. So just on an end note, like, what do you want to say about like how you feel about like where you are right now? Because this is you, like, Everything that's happened in the last two weeks, like the, the getting engaged, where we got engaged, which was by a waterfall, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, we never mentioned that. We will post that video on the Facebook page mm-hmm. if anybody wants to watch it. Um, it was, yeah, it was perfect. It was gorgeous. I was completely taken aback. You will see me ugly cry like a baby. Um, yes. There was some <laughs> talk about Twilight because that was like the-, the That the, was the, your, your and Lacey's code That was code. code. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, and as soon as as soon as you said that, I was like, "Why is he talking about Twilight?" But I just kind of rolled my eyes and like, "Okay, whatever. I'm just gonna stare at this beautiful waterfall, and everything's gonna be fine." I'm like, "Oh, he's on his knee. Okay, what's happening?" <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the like I wasn't smooth getting it out of my pocket. That was what I was told. You're like, "It looks like you're scratching your balls." No, I yeah, I was I I watched I've watched the video over and over again, and you're like, you are trying to get that ring out of your pocket. It was. Yeah, it's funny. It's real cute. <laughs> so, yeah, and I I had words planned, but that just went to shit. Yeah, because I was crying like a baby. <laughs> like a ugly crying. Ugly crying. Um, but no, it but, was so sweet. Okay, so you, are you happy with it? Am I happy with the engagement? Yes. Yes, I'm are happy you, with Are you happy with your proposal? Did that make... Yes. Did that, that make you happy? Yes, that made me happy. That, like, totally lives up to the proposal... Of a lifetime. Okay. Yes. So that was my first goal. It was yeah. like making sure that like when it happened, it was something that you could like for the rest of your life be like, I am happy with this. I'm, I'm glad he did it here. I'm glad this is how it happened. Mm-hmm. So you are. Yes. Okay. Woo. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Okay, good. Now, next thing. What do you want to say about like how you want this wedding to proceed? Like, what do you want? Because just be honest with me, and I will try to make it happen. Okay. I want to get married in nature, mm-hmm. in a beautiful dress, with you in 
a navy blue suit. Is that, is that cool? That's cool. Okay. The, okay. I will say that when we take our engagement pictures, I do not want to be in jeans and a freaking white Yes, t-shirt. we've already talked like, about this. I know. I made the mistake of saying jeans. Yes. Like, I feel like I am a better looking guy and I'm more cultured than, like, somebody wearing a cowboy hat and cowboy boots and a freaking Wrangler jeans and a white t-shirt, a white button-up. I feel like we can do better. Yeah, and that's coming up in October, so we got to get on it and... Like, we got to figure out either a unique idea for an engagement shoot or just, like, cool clothing. Yeah, I think we can do better clothing. Right. If anybody has any suggestions on a unique theme or outfit ideas, they'd be greatly appreciated. Please email us at couplexypodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> way to slip it in. <laughs> By the way, I'm kind of short and stocky, so just keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we gotta get through the engagement through the engagement shoot. Um, I feel like I have a clear idea of what what our wedding is going to look like okay. realistically. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm coming to terms with the fact that we're not gonna have a huge reception. Which knowing me and knowing us, like, like I just don't feel like like there's no one that's gonna help you with this, right? And I'm like. She is just going to put so much pressure on herself. Right. And there's no one here to, like, help her do this. Yeah. And the more we talked about, like, having it in Lake Charles with all of your family, like, the more um, stressed out I got. Yeah. And I'm okay with pulling that plug. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think any of my family, like, I'm. Not that, not to say, but not I that it's saying bad about your family. No. It's just we're, in, like, if, if I get married and they're not there, I don't think they would be like, okay. I'm pissed at Brian. Right. No, they're just going to be like, Brian got married. Good for him. Right. Like, I'm happy for him. And I think that's how they will all be because I'm way too old for them to care about. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm in my 40s. Like, I'm not, this isn't, like, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not 22. Yeah. But so. the, the idea around, the, the thing about that is, like, it's just the more people that you have at a ceremony, at a reception, the more stressful it is. Right. So, I won't. And the more expensive it gets. It, Right, and like I said, we're we're paying for this. Yeah, and I gave you scenarios where we could do it, and like tents and stuff like that, and like we would have people that would help us. Um, but I'm like, I'm at the stage in my life where I'm like, I don't want to ask people to do this anymore because they've done it so many times for so many people. Like right. we're all we're all past this. Yeah, and 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 everybody's I, tired. I hate that because you didn't get that. No, I didn't get that. Like you didn't get that. Like you didn't get your family like rallying together to like plan your wedding. Right. But I don't think you're going to. No. And I'm sorry. That's okay. Like I, I like like really from my like soul. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> don't cry. I'm not crying. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um See, yeah, if I like, I have had those, I've had, like, long-term relationships before that could have ended in marriage, and I'd probably just, I would have ended up a divorcee. Like me? Like you. Yeah, and then we really wouldn't be having a ceremony, and we really would be going to, to, to City Hall. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, but no, I've, I'm, I'm happy with the plan that I have in my head. And 
I think I think it'll be a fun weekend. I think so. I think we're just going to do this, and it's going to be small and intimate, and then we're going to move on to the next stage, which is going to be us going to Scotland and having a like cool little adventure. Yes. And Offspring's going to have her like badass adventure with like your sister. Yeah. Which I think will be like a really cool buddy cop comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you see this as being a movie that could be like made? Yep. Two women <laughs> just strolling around Europe. <laughs> it's just like the, the they're the, in Paris, and one like, of them steps in horse poop. Like the 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 mid thirties and like the eighteen year old kid, <laughs> the bisexual mid thirty year old who's like a unicorn. <laughs> Okay, so um, thank you for saying yes. You're welcome. And I thank love you, you for proposing. I love you too. And uh, let's wrap this some bitch up. Yeah. Okay. So uh, thanks everybody for listening. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh, like us and follow us on the Facebook and and listen to more. I mean, like if y'all are really into our like wedding plans and all this other crap, we'll we'll put more of it out. Yeah, and for those of you who have who have been married before or have gotten married and are still married, but <laughs> you want to give like some wedding advice, that would be awesome. Awesome. Please, if, please. if you have any place in like Louisiana that we can go and on the cheap do this, let yeah. us know. Cheap isn't like less than $5,000 cheap. I was going less than a thousand. Less than a thousand dollars cheap. Yeah. Like just like us showing up and getting married under a live oak tree and then like going and having some barbecue. Yeah. Something like that. would be awesome. Um, yeah. So, Thanks, everybody, and be kind. Yeah, be kind to each other. Um, love each other. And uh, uh, let's quit, quit getting mad at each other for stupid shit. Yeah. Yeah, people are really angry right now. Yeah. We need to chill out. We need to chill out. Like, it, even though, like, some people got, like, forgiven for debt. Yeah, people are mad about it. Yeah, and I don't understand why. Yeah. Those people pay taxes just like you. Yeah, and I'm really just getting back the interest that I paid into it. Yeah, they paid interest and they paid taxes, so they're really just getting back their own shit. So, yeah. you know what? Yeah. This is like this is like my little blessing. Yeah, let's, let's chill out this on this. This is one like a my bit. probably my last like true amazing gift. Like you don't get like child credit. No. Like on your taxes, you no. don't get two thousand dollars back for having a kid. No, I don't. So, yeah, I so don't. I don't get that. that everything balances out. Right. <laughs> Everything balances out, so let's not be uh let's not be dicks. <laughs> All yes, right, peace out, people. Not be dicks. Thanks, guys. Bye. Oh, I'm sorry.